Knowing what you know now, what advice would you have given yourself five years ago? Trust your instincts, really. When you feel that something is not right, listen to that. Rain Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Unleash Your Supernova. Hi, I'm Nova Lorraine, your host and founder of Rain Magazine. And as you know, Rain Magazine is on a mission to inspire millions worldwide. We are excited to bring you another episode where we interview the gutsiest founders and rainmakers from around the globe in fashion, culture, and technology. Sit back and learn tips, hacks, and words of wisdom where you can unleash your superpowers. Today, I'm excited to introduce you to no other than Miss Consuelo Vanderbilt Costin. Like that accent that I, I do. I love that. <laughs> Okay, so for those that didn't hear me quite <laughs> through my accent, Consuelo Vanderbilt Costin, welcome to Unleash Your Supernova. Thank you so much for having me and congratulations on this fantastic podcast. What an amazing medium. Thank you so much. And I absolutely love it. I didn't realize how much I would love podcasting until I started it. And I was like, ooh, I like this thing. You know, people have been doing this for decades and decades. You know, once upon a time, it was called radio. <laughs> and, but no, I love it. And I really enjoy the opportunity of also just meeting and sharing stories with people from all over the world. Well, you've got a very inviting and amazing speaking voice. So I would say this is an incredible medium for you. And so fun that you get to interview all different people all the time. So I'm with you. (laughs) Yes. And so I am super, super excited to talk about Soho Muse, your new trifecta launch across the world, starting with New York, Los Angeles, and London. Can you tell us a little bit about Soho Muse? So thank you so much. You know, Soho Muse has been my pride and joy, my baby, kind of figuring out and seeing this need and void in the marketplace for creatives to connect and build a community. So a place that you not only can showcase your work, kind of digital websites inside of an ecosystem, concierge that actually is providing introductions to talent, for instance, if you're putting together music videos, feature films, fashion shows, that we can help you to source the exact talent that you're looking for. And then a whole distribution mechanism so that we've just started building out these amazing 3D rooms. So virtual screening rooms and virtual design galleries and a partner with this extraordinary German company called Z Reality. So really giving creatives, I would say, because, you know, some creatives are shy and no matter how successful they are, they really don't like promoting themselves. And then you have the other extremes about creatives who really do love promoting themselves. So, and it's been very important to me as a singer songwriter to really understand the world of what creatives need. What are they doing in 10 to 15, 20 different sites that we can help to consolidate and pull into one? So we launched our alpha site two years ago, beta probably about 10 months ago, and then went live in November. One of the things that was very important to me about feeling when you come to Soho Muse is that you're never alone. There's always a home for you. There's always a way of feeling inspired and igniting creatives to collaborate. So in the same breath, it was 
building what the offline and kind of event side would really be. So our first event in New York was at Christopher Guy's amazing interior design space. And he has 14 rooms. He's a very famous interior designer. And if people don't know who he is, if you remember the film Alice in Wonderland, those very, very tall, iconic chairs. Oh, yes, of course. Okay, so that's him. And he has amazing spaces around the world. So we have really done kind of a strategic partnership with him because we can help to showcase his extraordinary world and building our Soho Muse members inside of it. So as I said, our first event, we took four of our fashion designers, including Nicole Miller and Milan Breton, and we would create experiences so that as you go throughout each room, we had models who were actually kind of building these vignettes inside of these rooms, wearing one of the designer's clothing. And then we had an electric violinist, who is actually Lady Gaga's violinist and a Soho Muse member, who actually interpreted what she felt the fashion designer meant to her. So as you're walking through these rooms, it's igniting this insane creativity and stimulation, right? And so you don't really know what to expect. And then we had an interactive screening room, and then we had this extraordinary performer, Kevin, who was kind of one of the leading stars in Kinky Boots. And so again, it was a night of creative explosion. Wow. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I might have to steal that creative explosion. You can take it. Yes. <laughs> I want to jump back a little bit. I want to set the stage for our listeners so they can have a better understanding of why Soho Muse, why you decided to create this amazing location and community and digital space for other creative entrepreneurs. And so for those of you who haven't had a chance to intimately get to know Consuelo from her music, she is also a techpreneur, a creative entrepreneur, and her music has also landed her on the billboard charts many times. And she has a passion not only for creativity, but also for fashion and really, really helping promote and encourage and empower other creatives. And it's no surprise, as Consuelo comes from a very long line of successful entrepreneurs within the Vanderbilt family, that she has this same passion and is sharing her talents and gifts with the world. So just want to catch you guys up on who Consuelo is and what she's doing and why she's doing it. And not only is she blazing a trail as an entrepreneur, and she also is a board member of the Vanderbilt Museum. So the next time you're in New York, definitely check it out in Suffolk County. And I'm looking forward to getting a personal tour, Consuelo promised. And I'm an avid fan for art. And so for those, again, that want to support artists and the world of creatives, please take a visit to Vanderbilt Museum. So yes, so we touched on the creative explosion Uh (laughs) (laughs) And that visual as you're walking us through that space sounded incredible. So I definitely look forward to stopping by the next time I'm in New York. Tell me about this new TV show that you're working on before we dive into your personal journey as an entrepreneur. We'll love to know about this new project. So thank you for all the wonderful accolades. I really appreciate that. So I think just to go back a little bit for what you were saying and the journey as to why I started this, being an artist, and then leading it forward to today and what this TV show really means to me and for the support of our members. I really saw a need and a void in the marketplace, especially in my last tour four years ago in Germany, 
and I was on a TV show and we lost a dancer in 24 hours. And so the choreographers in LA, and this is a really hard thing when your management's there and you're having to actually go through 15 to 20 different agencies in order to find the right dancer. And this kind of problem happens all the time. The chairman of our company was just actually filming in the United Kingdom about a year and a half ago, and he lost four editors in real time. So the specifics of being able to go in and find an Adobe editor in Los Angeles and see who they've worked with and understanding that I believe, and I know you feel the same way, that everything is about relationships. You know, your community and everything that you do in life is always about who you know and then who do you trust to be referred to. So that was such an important need for me and as far as why I thought that building Soho Muse was so important and being able to support our creatives and that community. So in this new TV show, Newsmax, which I actually am going Wednesday at 1 p.m., So for anyone who has Fios, any cable network, it does appear there. And I will be going on at 12 p.m. Eastern time. And what it is, is really, it's about news and current events and a very interesting and funny dynamic between me and the co-host. And then being able to bring in one of our Soho Muse members weekly to help to promote what they're doing, whether that's an art, music, fashion, film, TV, because Soho Muse represents all 11 verticals. Understanding that you take a film like 300, a very old film, there's over 3,000 employees in there from the makeup artist to the hairstylist. We all collaborate. We're all in the same community. So that's where I'm really excited to be able to give our Soho Muse members an additional platform of support and help. Wow. So that's going to be airing at 12 p.m. Eastern time on Wednesdays? Yes. Okay. And it's News Max, right? News Max. Exactly. Yes. It's going to be fun and interesting and different. And yes. So I have a question. If someone wanted to join Soho Muse, if they are, you said there's 11 verticals? Yep. Okay. And so fashion, music? Fashion, music, film, art, design, technology, architecture, as I said, it encompasses all 11 Very verticals. inclusive. Okay. Yes. And yes. how would they become a member if they were interested in this support and this community? So we have three tiers of Soho Muse. Um, our first tier, and I really discovered after speaking at FIT and kind of amazing institutions about understanding what young talent and young minds are really, what are they using right now to build their creative business and let's say their creative brand. And I found that really what they're using is kind of Instagram and LinkedIn. LinkedIn, we know, is a portal for business. It's not a creative platform by any means. So building for us a tier one level so that our young members not only are inspired to collaborate with like-minded and their peers, but internship opportunities, opportunities to expand and to build into tier two, knowing that their mentors are sitting there and have the capabilities of actually being able to work, which is something that's just started happening, which is so exciting. We did a strategic partnership with a company called Entity, which is really empowering women and We did an event with Patricia Arquette in August, which was so extraordinary listening to Patricia Arquette talk and just her zest for life and her passion for supporting women 
and fair equality and fair rates. And just really, she's such an inspiring woman. And so then our tier two is for creative working professionals. We do not in any way, we're not biased against one's work, meaning we're never judging what one does. It's that you are authentic and you are exactly who you say you are. Love it. And then tier three is? Our Soho Black, our award-winning, yes. We have some very highly acclaimed award-winning directors and producers who are putting their next projects on Soho Muse, which is very exciting. So if you go to SohoMuse.com, and you can apply. If you know a member inside of Soho Muse, they can invite you. We have a very strict policy because this is not a political site. This is a site that's promoting you, your work, collaboration. And so we have a very strict tracking policy about that, about just making sure that people are, as we said, who they say they are. Right. So it's a very authentic, supportive community. And Absolutely needed, especially as we see more and more individuals across industries, across age groups, getting into the creative arts, which as a designer, writer, performer, and on and on and on, I am thrilled that this is something that exists. I wish this existed when I was starting out. I'm just saying, Consuela. (laughs) (laughs) For all of those listening, (laughs) you have the opportunity to tap into this at any of those levels, any of those tiers. So please check out Soho Muse. I cannot wait to dive into some of these questions that I have to learn more about how did you even get to this point where you're able to go from billboard charts to techpreneur companies to this amazing community for creatives. How did you survive the journey? What were the things that took you through this ever-weaving pathway? So let's go ahead and just dive in. Let's dive in. Let's start with mindset. Knowing what you know now, what advice would you have given yourself five years ago? It's a great question. Trust your instincts, really. When you feel that something is not right, listen to that. I think the most important thing in life is to actually realize everything you don't know and to find the people that do and to trust that. Because I think too often, that's why I so believe in like young minds and empowering mentorships, because it can literally shift and shape the course of your life. So that's what I absolutely would say to myself, to trust my instincts, not go against it. So can you share an example, either for or against, when you trusted your instinct and it was like through the roof, perfect, or when you didn't and it was disastrous? (laughs) I'm just, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, you went there, of course. (laughs) Yes, you did. Yes, I did. Yes, you did. (laughs) Okay, I will tell you a miraculous story, actually. And I know that my co-founder would be okay me sharing the story because of where we are today. So we founded the company together, and I believe the partnerships are a very, very complicated thing. And you know, once it works, it's brilliant. When things don't work out so well, you're differing opinions. You have to see what that is. So we had two different courses of direction in the way that we were seeing something at the time. And amazingly enough, I really believed that I thought we could take a path where we wouldn't necessarily have, let's say, taken on as much investment as my partner thought we should. 
and that we could go in and do something much more in-house and make a decision that way and move forward in that direction. And she felt completely the polar opposite and felt that it should be going somewhere else. And in that decision, we both made a very universal kind of clear choice to say, you know what, I think that at this moment in time, we should take the time, split ways, and let's see what happens. And the most beautiful thing happened about this. So this is where I would say I trusted my instinct, right? And knew that this was right. So she went off and she ended up becoming a manager and working with a very, very successful band. I went off and I built the company and ended up putting things together. And then now in the most beautiful way, we've come back together again to actually structure these events. And it was a moment that I have never, and honestly, I can't tell you who around me was saying you shouldn't do this, this is not a good idea, but I trusted my instinct at that one moment and I absolutely believed that I could. And then we've come back, which is the gift about the whole thing, which is so extraordinary. A time where I didn't trust my instincts was when I had someone who was working for me and they were working for me in Europe And I kept feeling like something wasn't right. And everyone around me kept telling me something wasn't right. And I let it go on for too long. And it's just, it was one of those things that I just, I could have taken back about eight months of my life with this situation. And I just should have listened, but I'm also a very loyal person and I like to see where things, and you're the same way. So I had to ride it out. I couldn't let the person go. And as I said, I wish I had done. It was a little wasted time, that's for sure. Yeah, sounded pretty disastrous. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yep. Yes, yes, and yes. Yep. No, thank you for sharing those stories. And you, know, you don't hear too many experiences where partners or co-founders split ways and then come back together in a really wonderful way. And that gave me goosebumps as I was listening to that story. So I appreciate that. I think it is so important for us to clear enough space where we can actually feel the direction that we should be going, right? So, you know, a lot of times we do hear the trust your instinct or trust your gut. And some people really don't understand what that even feels like sometimes because you're so caught up in just doing, doing, doing. And so, but it's such an important thing. And if you have an idea and you want to see it through to fruition, sometimes that will kind of gets in the way. And if you're loyal, like you said, sometimes that gets in the way, you know, our feelings, our emotions. So no, thank you again for sharing that. I would love to know with all the things that you're doing and managing, and a lot of times I hear, there's always like a new project going on for me. (laughs) And I just go where the wind blows me, but I'm not alone. I meet other entrepreneurs and creatives and they're doing these massive, incredible amazing projects and like five at the same time. I'm like, whoa, okay, great. I'm not the only crazy person out here (laughs) juggling all of those things. But when you're so passionate about something, when you help people, you want to put more things out there. How have you been able to balance burnout? And have you experienced it? If so, how did you get past that? Or how can you help share insight in helping others sort of get through that moment or hopefully avoid it? I think that burning out, right? It comes from so many different things, whether it's you're really just pure exhaustion because you're trying to do too many things at the same time, right? And your mind's exhausted and your body's exhausted and you feel like you're at a dead end. I think that 
for me, it's always about what's the end goal and what keeps me motivated. So if I can hold on to what is keeping me motivated at kind of the bigger path, right, then I can allow myself to be burned out and then to actually be okay. So if I need to take the day, I don't judge myself about it, that I know that I need to do this in order to actually be the best I can be. I do believe wholeheartedly that getting up early, going to the gym, I wish I meditated more. I do because I think it's such a powerful thing for the mind. I don't do it enough. But I think creating structure and routine is so important. And then again, I think you have to allow yourself that when you are starting to feel like you're burnt out and you don't really have a lot left, that you have to recharge no matter what. I do. That's my advice to myself and to anyone else. I think that's great. Interesting that you mentioned creating a structure and routine, which is sort of, it goes against the grain of most creatives because they're so spontaneous and they need that fluidity. But I think because we tend to be so spontaneous and and wanting to do something new all the time by putting some restraints around that a little bit, (laughs) you know, helps us maintain to be more productive and more creative in the long run. And the fact that you also said, you know, going to the gym and exercise and how important that is and refueling. And that's something that we hear all the time, but it does do something, especially in the morning time, which is the sun is not up. I do not want to be awake. But if I do get up at the crack of dawn, you know, before the sunrise, I get so much more in from an exercise standpoint. And I do feel like I have more energy to get through the day. And that's super, super important. And then something else that really stood out to me was you touching on what is it that's motivating you? And that made me think of the journey where constantly reminding yourself why am I doing this? What is it that's motivating me? You know, what is the vision? You know, and that will help you sort of weed out the things you shouldn't really be doing. (laughs) And also just focusing on the journey, because if it's literally one foot in front of the other, it's a lot less harder to get overwhelmed than thinking of, okay, I want to do this and I want to do this and I have to do all of this today. And so I thought that was a really good point as well is just keeping in mind, keeping at the forefront, you know, why am I even doing this? What is the goal? What is motivating me from this project? And does this take priority today? Whatever it is. So thank you. That was really good. I want to talk about second chances. Hmm. Yes. (laughs) Let's go down memory lane a little bit. Yes. And if there was one thing that you could have changed during this entire journey as a creative entrepreneur, what would it be and why? So I launched a jewelry line on HSN and I loved this process more than anything. I don't think that there is a medium on the planet like working, well, not QVC and HSN are intertwined, but in that specific selling environment because you can't train this. You can't. Now, you can build, you can get better, but you can't train it, meaning I've had the wonderful opportunity in performing, you know, in front of hundreds of thousands of people. I have worked on the most amazing music videos. I love performing. So that's never been an issue. But this, because when you go and you're given like a timesheet, right? So as you first start during the day, they literally come in and you have, let's say, 25 to 30 products that you're selling. 
and you have approximately a minute and a half to two and a half minutes, depending on how well it's selling. And so you have a tracking list. And for instance, what we were doing was it was an homage to five generations of the women in my family, which is so inspiring, right? But one of the, everything had a story behind the video, behind the element of the jewelry. So that was a very interesting thing to do because you have approximately 30 seconds to take someone who literally, like you yourself as a mom, who's there with her kids, who's washing the dishes, who's making a little dinner, whatever it may be, to get them to listen to you and say, oh my God, I want to come and I want to watch the TV and I want to buy this, right? It's got to be incredibly captivating and emotionally driven. And there's so much to this. And that's what I'm saying. You cannot, in a million years, train for this skill. And then what happens is that while you're on, as I said, depending on how many people are calling or depending on what is going on there, it could pivot that you could be talking about one thing for 45 seconds and then you think you're going to carry on there. And they're like, no, no, and now we're going to switch to the earrings. And do you see that over there? And then you're like, and no, 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 we're not talking about those earrings. Oh, we're talking about that necklace. You too. Don't you love that necklace? Oh, yes, you do. Babu. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> right? You know, look, I'm outrageous and I hate say, I could, you know, say the most insane things. But one thing that I would have shifted here, it was impossible to show family stories at the same time in selling the jewel because everything was moving so fast, I feel that if I were to do this again, I honestly, I would have done it differently. So it sounded like that was an example of too much at the same time. Yes, too much at the same time, not really understanding completely the medium of how fast things transition. So if you have a video clip playing that's a minute and a half, and then you're suddenly like, oh, no, 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 no. And we're going there. I'm like, oh, but the... <laughs> the, the video, but that's my that's grandmother. The story. <laughs> and wait, you didn't want to know about those llamas? Oh no, 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 you did not. Oh no, you didn't. You didn't know about So yes, I remember. You had to juggle, tap dance, chew gum, hula hoop, jump rope. <laughs> yeah. And then if you get nervous, like I do, where you know, like you may start twitching, and one eyeball is like in the wrong direction, and you're not looking at the right camera. It's yeah. It's a really, really captivating moment. Yeah. So it was great. Yep. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had no idea what was going on behind the scenes on the HSN stage. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> now it's I amazing. know. Now you know. Yep. <laughs> so as a woman, as an entrepreneur, as a creative that is on a mission to change the world through what you do, what would you say is the biggest problem that faces creatives today? And how would you solve it? Hmm. What's the biggest problem that creatives face? Well, if we look at young creatives starting out, I think it's opportunities. They don't know where to go. So if I'm a writer and let's say I'm living in, I'm just giving an example. It could be anywhere, North Carolina, Michigan. And I may have gone to a really, really good university, but honestly, I don't really have any connections. I don't really know what possibly I could do or what kind of internships could I get into or 
how do I meet those people? And how do I build my script? Whatever. Like, I think that it becomes so overwhelming. And then on top of it, you've got social media that's so loud, that's making everyone's life look so perfect. But then you're suddenly like, well, what do I do? And what am I not doing right? And how do I do? So now you're all in the abyss of conversations, right? Of like, well, how do I make myself stand out? How do I get that? But if I don't even know where to start, now I'm suddenly going down a very dark rabbit hole. So I would say that is really an issue. I think that young creative talent needs to feel that they will be empowered, that they will be able to find somehow, some way, connections to their mentors and opportunities that will help, as I mentioned earlier, to shape the course of their life. I feel that with every ounce of my body and something that I believe in so strongly. That's why to me, the lifespan and longevity of a Soho Muse member is absolutely everything. We start out from the beginning and we help to nurture and to help to grow and to help to provide as many opportunities as we can for our members. Yeah, I love the fact that you pointed out the issue with young creatives. And I have four children, as you know, and God bless me with four creative children who want to all be entrepreneurs. (laughs) Okay, then. (laughs) How you've had four children is beyond me. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And so now I'm like, okay, it's a lot different being an entrepreneur than raising one or being an artist and then raising one. And yeah, you've hit it on the nose, not knowing where to start and cutting through the noise of social media and building those relationships and that network and what's step one. But first, building the sense of self, right? The confidence and the idea of feeling worthy enough to move forward with this dream and this uncertain path and knowing that you're going to be okay. So that's such a strong point for me, especially because I'm walking it every day and living and breathing it. And one of the things that motivates me so much and these new projects that I mentioned, I'm always doing these new projects. A lot of it is centered around education and tools and practical ways that this young generation, these younger generations can truly be successful in achieving anything they want, right? And it's just such a simple concept, but it's more complicated than that, just based on all these things that we mentioned. So thank you so much for pointing that out. But I think that we have to be really careful and I think we have to be conscious, right? That you, you know, accept being a mom of four, which is extraordinary with everything else that you do and being an amazing mom. That's just so admirable. Oh, thank you. I think it is our absolute responsibility to be awake enough to understand that social media and the way that things are being represented is so not necessarily real to the truth, to what is going on or what the life really looks like. So how do you get into the intricacies of a person, right? It's like we watch when people really go down a very dark path, right? And you try to get to the bottom of why. So it's our, I believe, absolutely, it's our responsibility to be awake enough to say, 
I'm seeing something and I know that I can come in and I can try to help. And I think that you do that, obviously, through this incredible podcast, through your Rain Magazine and inspiring people and what they do and evoking conversations, just like we're talking about now. And me too, like I feel this is so important for Soho Muse to be in existence, to provide these opportunities for young talent so they don't feel alone, that there is a home for them. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, yeah. Wow. I'm just like, can I be 20 again? And (laughs) start all over. Yes. Now, yes. Thank you again for creating this community for individuals that have a passion for all those amazing verticals that you had mentioned earlier. And it's wonderful, especially someone like yourself that represents your brand. The Vanderbilt brand represents so much in terms of the aspirational concept of being successful and achieving your dreams. And so it's such an authentic story for you to tell, which also resonates so well with me. So thank you again. I know you're busy and we heard the chimes of the New York sirens behind you in the distance earlier for taking the time out of your busy, busy schedule to share your stories, your words of wisdom all the amazing new projects you have going on, the launch of Soho Muse. And I'm going to take you up on that tour to the Vanderbilt Museum. So look for that email or text message coming your way soon, as well as the Soho Muse headquarters. Thanks so much, Consuelo. I am so grateful for you and all that you're doing and what you're sharing with our listeners. Uh, no, but thank you so much. It was an honor to come in and speak with you. And thank you for having me. And what an incredible platform. And I can't wait for you to come to the Vanderbilt Museum. Yes, I'm so excited for that. And for our listeners, if you have any questions about this show for Consuelo, for me, please email us at nl at rainmagazine.com. Again, nl at rainmagazine.com. And thank you again for joining us for another episode of Unleash Your Supernova where we bridge the gap between creativity and entrepreneurship. Tune in to our next show as we release a new show every two weeks. And don't forget to let it rain. Thanks let it rain. <laughs>